0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Mount Vernon Baptist Church, Westwood, in Memphis, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. We can't count them, but we can tell them, Thank you, Jesus. Forever remounted. Hallelujah. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. Hallelujah. And for this, we give him praise. Why don't you look at somebody and say, for this, for the mountain, for the trials, we give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this. I give you. Give you praise. We shouldn't have to be reminded, but every now and then we have to be reminded why we praise Him. Hallelujah. Because He is a good God. He is a good God. Thank you, Thank, you, Thank, you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been real good You've been real good Thank you. I can't thank him enough. I can't thank him enough. Praise tonight. I don't want to stop praising tonight. Hallelujah. about today. Learning to lean independent on Jesus. And we're going to go through the Bible so we don't have one certain portion to read. But but since this is women's month, I want to talk about women's. And um, Pastor Conway and Sister Conway, they talked about some women the other night on Bible class. And Reverend Watkins and Sister Watkins, they would let us know about the women's week before last. So I just decided I would just stay with that. So you all can be seated. We're going to start with Genesis. And you know where we're going. Genesis 17 and 16, that so God promised Abraham that she would be a mother of a nation, and that she would conceive and bear a son. But Sarah did not believe. Isaac born to Sarah and Abraham in their old age was a fulfillment of God's promise to them and no one else. And we know how they messed that up. Amen. We know that uh, they was already old, as uh, some would say when he made this promise, and Sarah seemed like she got in a hurry because they weren't receiving. That's right, brother. She was old. <laughs> so she decided she would uh, have a maiden to lay with Abraham. And you know how they messed that up. But when God got ready, so we have to remember, church, God is in control of our life. It doesn't matter whether we're young, brand new baby or old. It doesn't make any difference with God when he get ready. So when God got ready, Sarah was able to conceive. And Isaac was born. Now I know to Sarah, it seemed like this not gonna happen. Cause I'm already old and I'm studying getting older. And when I was reading it, I said she could be a great example of this song that we sang, You Can't Hurry God. You just got to wait. <laughs> so there was nothing that she could do. To take away the promise that God had made Abraham, but she had to wait. So then we go to second Scripture for today. Go to 1 Samuel. Mm -hmm. He's helping me this day. And we're going to read it. The first chapter in the 20th verse. So in the course of time, Hannah received and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, because I asked the Lord for him. She remembered that she had asked God, she prayed for God, God, to give her her son. And if he gave it to her, that he would, she would give him back to him. She was an old Woman at the time also. But God promised always come through. Always come through. And we have to learn independent on him. No matter what the circumstance is. We can't put it in reverse. We can't put it forward. We just have to wait on God. So then we go over in the New Testament We gonna to go to Luke eight and forty three. Now this is one of my favorite passions in the Bible. A woman with an issue of blood had spent all she had, and she had got any better. She had spent all she had, but in the case she heard about heard about Jesus, and that He was coming that way. This was after she had spent all the money she had. I don't know who told her about Jesus. I don't know what they told her about Jesus. But it gave her faith that if she could just make it to where he was. Now, put yourself in her position. Has spent all all the money. Everything she had. But she was determined that she was going to live. And we have to be determined in this day and time. No matter what's going on, we're going to live. And we have to depend on God to be able to live. Isn't that right? So she heard about it. I could say, no, she didn't know anything about it when she was spending all her money. Going to doctor to doctor. And lately I've been going to doctor and doctor with the issue that I have and look like nobody giving me a solution of what's going on. So when I was reading this lesson, I said, now I know at the age I am that all I got to do is turn it over to Jesus, give it to him. He's still in the blessing business. He's still working miracles. And if he did it for these women, he's able to do it for me. So I got to learn. Somebody helped me say it, Learn how to lean and depend on the Lord. And, and, and this song is a song that Lee Williams sung. And he went on to say, if I trust him, he will provide. So church, we got to learn, lean, and trust him in order for him to provide. Now we know that he is a provider. I'm 70 years old. And I'm not ashamed to tell it. Some women don't like to tell the age, but it, it, it's a blessing for me to be able to say I'm 70 years old. In a few more weeks, I'll be 71. And I'm glad about it. He's given me some golden years. And I thank the Lord for that. And I came this far because of him. And if I go any further, it's going to be because of him. So I can see this lady. I put her in my mind over and over again. All my money gone. Somebody told me to try this doctor. I went to him. He couldn't do me no good. Somebody told me to try this doctor over here. He couldn't do me no good. So now all my money is gone. All I can do is hope that something's going to change in my life. So, somebody told her about Jesus. I don't know who told you about Jesus, but my mama told me about Jesus a long time ago. And she told me that he would never let me down. So, I got to lean and depend on it. No matter what's going on in my life, I got to trust in Jesus. And I found out. Did you find out by trusting in him that he will provide? He will provide. So this lady, they didn't give her a name. A lady was issue your blood. She decided that she would go where Jesus was. I don't know how far she had to travel. I don't know if she had to run and get in a hurry. But she had made up in her mind that I'm going where Jesus is in, um, uh, uh, in why she was going, I don't know if she was talking to somebody else or if she was talking to herself. But she said, if I can just touch. Her. Now, she could have been talking to somebody else. I don't know. They didn't say that. But she said, if I could just touch, her, the him on his God, I know I'll be my right home. So we have to come to that point in our life, y'all, that we got to trust him enough. That if he touched me or i will be able to touch him, I'll be made whole. Now, in this physical life right now, we're not going to be able to touch Jesus, but he's showing up, can touch us. All we got to do is lift up our hands, go down on our knees, and pray a little prayer and let him know, Lord, I need you. He already knows that we need him, but he wants us to confess that we need him. And there's nothing in our life that we can do without him. Need him every hour of the day. Somebody used to say, I need him for breakfast, I need him for dinner, I need him for supper. I need him every hour of the day to come see about me. Anybody need him to come and see about you? Sometimes it might be sickness, might be just trouble in your family, it might be finance, but whatever it is, we need him. And he's always been by my side. He may not have came when I wanted, but when he got there, he wasn't too late. And I just want to reach up today and just tell him thank you for what you already done for me. Anybody here today want to tell him thank you for making a way, a way out of nowhere. That was time that we couldn't see no way. Pastor Conway, there was time in my life when I was crying. Hard hurt, Couldn't see no way. But when I turned it over to Jesus, I thought I could work some things out, but I found out that I couldn't. I had to turn it over to Jesus. And he made a way. And, and the, the lady, she went on and went on until she was able to just press through the crowd. If I could just touch the hem of his garment. And she was able to touch the hem of his garment. And immediately she was healed. Immediately she was healed. She didn't ask, the, didn't have to ask the folks around in the crowd, do you think I need to do this? She had, had it made up in her mind. If I could just get there, if I can just get there and touch the hem of his garment, I do believe I'll be made whole. There's been some situation in all our life. We went to mama, she couldn't fix it. We went to daddy, he couldn't fix it. Our friends, we found out they had problems too. But when we turned it over to the master, turn it over to the master, he made a difference in my life. He brought the sunshine where it was darkness. He brought the sunshine into my life. And I want to tell him thank you. So right now we're going to go to Luke 1, 26 and 38. And We're going to talk about Mary, the mother of Jesus for a little bit. She was promised a young virgin who had, was chosen by God. To conceive Jesus through the Holy Spirit. After giving birth to Jesus in Bethlehem, she raised him in Galilee, Nazareth, Galilee. And she saw him crucified in Jerusalem. Early in her life, she was already engaged to Joseph. But the Holy Ghost came to her. The Holy Ghost didn't ask her, just told her what God wanted to happen. She could see the baby Jesus. It wasn't long before they were filled with trouble because they wanted him dead. And they had to move from town to town to keep the baby safe. But at the age of 33, the Roman soldiers and the Christian believers decided they was going to kill Jesus. And we know how we are about our babies. Amen. Amen. Mary was there to witness most of everything, especially the last part of her son's life. She was there to see him getting beat in the garden. Beaten, the Bible say, to where they couldn't recognize him. So I just wanted mothers... Just take your mind to your sons. I your daughter. But in this case, it was Mary's son. Her first baby. It beaten him. She saw all of that. And I just could hear her crying out, that's my son. He'd never done nobody wrong. And I don't know whether Mary knew that her son was going to go through these types of things. But here she is, and she's got to bear this because this is her son. And she's telling them, that's my son. Leave him alone. He hadn't done nobody wrong. And when I was thinking about this, while I was studying this, I went, my mind went back to Mary. Did you know? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know? Yeah. Your baby boy, we give sight to the blind. Mary, did you know? Oh, I wonder, did you know? So I got to thinking about that thing. Whether she knew or not, it still hurt to see my son being beaten. And then later laying him on the cross, nailing nails in his hand, spirit him in the side. We as women, we have to bear a whole lot of things. But to see our child being laid to death and to be hung up high and stressed out wide and all I can do is stand at the foot of the cross but she gave she gave him to the cross and Jesus on the cross said it was finished whatever he had came to do It was feelings, but he came by a virgin named Mary. He gave up his life for us, whether we are male or female this morning. Think about how he loved us so. That he gave his life for us. That we would have a right. Somebody ought to help me say it this morning. He gave us a right to the tree of life. He died on Friday evening. And he stayed in the grave for three days. But early. Everybody that believes in Jesus Christ need to help me say, Early. Sunday morning, no more hurt, no more pain. he got up with all power in his hand. But God used a woman to bring him here. And that same woman was standing at the feet of the cross when he died, crying out, that's my son. That's my son. Leave him alone. He hadn't done anything wrong. And do we know that he hadn't done anything wrong? What, whatever he done, he did it because he loved us. And I want to thank him because he loved me so. I want to thank him because he loved me. Pastor, come away. It doesn't matter whether you love me or not. He loved me. It doesn't matter what you say about me. He loved me. And he tells me that I am his own. I learned how to lead independent on Jesus. It, 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 it hadn't been easy in my life. But I found out if I trust Him He will provide. Whatever life throws at me I got to remember who He is. He's my Savior. And He loves me. And He'll hold me in His hand. And He'll rock all of my troubles away. How many know he'll wipe your tears away? Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. I searched and searched and searched and I had friends and I had family folks that turned their back on me. Especially when I Decided to preach God's word. I had friends that wouldn't even call no more. Wouldn't come by no more. I had family members that were saying, God ain't called no woman to preach. But I had to keep on leaning and depending on him. Because I know he will. He will provide. And he'll give you just what you need just what you need it's not easy trying to preach the word not for a woman i don't know how you feel about it but it's not easy for a woman we're gonna get towed down torn down from this way from this way and then you have folks saying well she called herself a preacher Just because you call yourself a preacher, you better not make no errors. You better not make no mistake. Because you got folks that's watching you. Same folks, if they do something, it don't mean nothing. But if you do something. But I learned how to lead. I had a hard time, crazy dreams at night. It didn't make no sense. But when I decided to say yes, Lord, the things that disappeared, when I decided to let him take my hand and let him lead me, I said, Lord, I can't do this because I've done that. Lord, I can't do this because I've done that. And he spoke to me just as plain and say, who said you? Have faith in me. Trust me. It's not about you. It's all about me. When I got that in my mind, when I understood what that meant, and I was able to stand up before folks, and and surely it's hard sometimes. Because they look at you like you're a stranger. And sometimes they look at you like you don't know what you're talking about. But if I keep my mind on Jesus, He promised Come on go down with me brother He promised That when I'm weak He'll make me strong When I'm in trouble Hallelujah I should have been in some trouble He'll bring me out having trouble with my feet y'all but I'm walking by faith I'm learning each and every day how to lean and depend on Jesus and if I trust him I can say the same thing for you if you trust him he will provide but you got to trust him I can't do it for you, and you can't do it for me. You got to trust Him. I got to trust Him, and He will provide. Thank God. I want to thank God for Pastor Conway, How so He is an encourager. And when it looked like when he he knows, I guess God give him that insight. When you need to hear a good word from the preacher. <laughs> He'll call me and lift my burdens. It's good to have a friend in Jesus. That's right. Pastor Walken have been. Nothing but a pastor to me, and he's—I hear today, and I miss. Him. He's old. I'm old enough to be his mom, but he's my pastor. Yeah. And there's something about a pastor that, when he talks to you, God give him just what you need to hear. Yeah. About four years ago I was looking for a church home. I didn't know where I was going. I was going here and going there. But my grandbabies, they sung over here one New Year Eve. And I got to know Pastor Conway and Pastor Watkins. I started coming to the Bible study and brother gifts Griffin. I always tell everybody he made me feel so at home. He told me one Bible class night, you don't have to look no longer. You belong here. Come up here. I don't want you to stand with me. I don't know what well you realize. I was going through a lot of hurt a lot of pain by me being a preacher I needed to be in church Thank you, Lord. I didn't need to be flopping here flopping there. and when you said that to me that night that made all the difference I decided then that I was going to be here at Mount Vernon because it seemed like Thank you. it seemed like it. That somebody here cared about me yeah. along yeah. with the pastor I had somebody else that cared about me yeah. and I just want to tell you now thank you thank you. thank you amen I want to turn it back over the hand of Pastor Conway and I just thank you all for accepting me this morning I thank Pastor Walken for asking me to come in Jesus name Amen. Thank you. Put your hands together and give God some praise for Reverend Newsom. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.